Okay, dear friends, Agun Erev Shabbos. We're continuing in the series on Tefillah, Gateway to Tefillah. We want to thank um, our dear friend, Rabbi Salo Rose of Los Angeles, who dedicate these shiurim in honor of his brother, so we're actually up to Kriya Shema, and Shema is a very timely subject, as we mentioned, that when Yaakov Inu was about to pass away and he wanted to tell his children when the Geula would come, so the Divine Presence left him, and the, and the Shvatim said to Yaakov, don't worry, Shema Yisrael Hashem Aleikeinu Hashem Echad. So I want to share with you a few amazing things about Shema. Question, why don't we make a bracha on Shema? Shema is a mitzvah. Don't we always make blessings before we perform a mitzvah? Why don't we make a bracha before Shema? So there's a discussion in the Paiskim. Are the birchais kriya Shema a bracha on the mitzvah of Shema? You know, it would make a very big nafkamino lahalacha. If there are a bracha on Shema, then you're not allowed to answer Amin before, in between, and Shema. Therefore, the Machaber says, don't answer Amin. But the opinion of Ramah is that you should answer Amin. In deference to the Machaber, what we try to do is, we try to finish the bracha along with the Chazin, so we don't have to, we don't get involved in the question in the first place. But if you didn't do that, you should answer Amin. Or, if you said Shema before davening and you already yoyed to the midst of Shema, you should wait and answer Amen. But, fundamentally, we maintain that there are there is no bracha on the midst of Shema. Why not? The Avudraham deals with this question and the Avudraham says something beautiful. He says, what's the purpose, what's the function of a bracha? Why do we make a bracha? Because before we want to do a mitzvah, we want to accept upon ourselves the yoke of heaven. You know, if somebody asks you to do something, you could say to yourself, hey, I don't have to do it, I'm going to be a nice guy and I'm going to do it anyway. Or you could do it out of a sense of responsibility that you need to do this. We're not supposed to do mitzvahs because we think it happens to be convenient for us. We do mitzvahs because we accept the responsibility of the mitzvahs. We feel we have to do them. So we make a bracha before the mitzvah. The purpose of a bracha is to accept upon ourselves the yoke of heaven. Because any bracha, Chazal say, that doesn't have Hashem's name and doesn't have malchus is not a bracha. However, says the Avudraham, it's not necessary to make a blessing on Shema. Shema already has Hashem's name in it. And Shema is also like Malchus, like the Gemara Rosh Hashanah says. Therefore, it's like a bracha. It's like a bracha. <laughs> we could add, the whole purpose of Shema is to accept the yoke of heaven. Why would we need to make a bracha? If the purpose of a bracha is to accept the yoke of heaven before we perform a mitzvah, it's not needed when it comes to the mitzvah of Shema, whose very essence is Kabbalah's Malchus Shemayim, accepting the yoke of heaven. Now, I want to share with you uh, something really out of this world. Before that, the Avodraham says we say Shema aloud in order to stir our Kavana. But he says the word Shema is Neutrikain. You know what Neutrikain means? It's an acronym. 
Each letter, Shin, Mem, Ayin, each letter stands for something. And actually, the word Shema stands for four things. You ready? You should write this down. By the way, the Ayin of Shema is big. The Dalit of Echad is big. We're saying testimony. Shema stands for Se'u Maroim Eneichem. Lift upon high your eyes. Shema stands for Se'u Maroim Eneichem. Lift upon high your eyes. To who? Shakai Melech Oilam. God, King of the World. So Shema also stands for Shakai Melech Oilam. When? Shachris Mincha Arvis. Shema stands for Shachris Mincha Arvis. And if you do that, you know what you're accepting upon yourself. Oil, Malchus Shamayim. Shema also stands for Shema, Oil, Malchus Shamayim. So Shema is a quadruple Rashi Tevais. Su'u Maroim Eneichem. Lift your eyes on high. And to who? Shakai, Melech, Oilam. God, King of the World. When? Shachris, Mincha, Arvis. And if you do that, you're Makabel, Oil, Malchus, Shamayim. So that's an amazing secret. Something to think about. Something to think about. The word Shema has three meanings. And I'm going to tell you another two. Shema means to listen. To hear. Like Vayishma Yisrael. To listen. Listen to these words. The other one is a lesson of Shema. It means understand. Like in the Pasuk in, Devar, in Devarim. The word Shema can mean to understand. In Yala V'yavai we say, Yala V'yavai V'yagiyah. God, let our tefillah go up and come and reach. And you should see it. And not you should hear it. It means you should understand what we're really asking for. The third um, interpretation is accept upon yourself. Like, You'll accept upon yourself. So Shema has three meanings. To listen, to understand. I'm sorry. To listen, to understand, and to accept. So when we're saying these words, this word, this phrase, we should have in mind... I'm listening, I'm trying to understand, and I'm accepting upon myself. We could add another two meanings. It also means, when Yaakov Avinu, um, after Rachel died, Yaakov put his bed in Bilah's tent, Ruvain took it out, and he put it in Leah's tent. The Pasuk says, Vayishma Yaakov, Yaakov listened. It doesn't mean Yaakov listened. Rabbi Schwab writes, Vayishma means it was etched into his mind. He heard it in a way that he never forgot it. That's why on his deathbed in this week's parsha, he turns to Ruvain. He says, Ruvain, you know why you're not the king? You know why you lost prestige? Because you were impetuous. You meddled in my personal affairs. Ruvain says, Dad, you remember that? Can't believe it. Yeah, because it says, Vayishma. Vayishma means you hear it in a way where it's etched in your consciousness forever. And another meaning we learned recently, uh, Shema, 
means to gather, to galvanize, to unify. Shema Yisrael, the Jewish people should unite. Now, what's interesting is we're, uni- we're uh, unifying Hashem's name. We're declaring the oneness. We're declaring the, the unity of God's name. Why do we use the word Shema specifically? Especially Shema, the more familiar translation is listen. But it's not so familiar to us that it also means to understand or to comprehend. Couldn't we have used the word better, Haskes? Haskes means listen, but it has a more stronger connotation of understand. Or we could have, could have used the word Havinu or Haskilu. So the Avutraham brings an amazing mashal. There was once a king who invited his servants to a meal. And he seated them at his table and he gave each one a golden plate. And he gave them all the pleasures of the world. And he prepared for himself a golden table. And he served himself the same items that he served his uh, servants. So the king says to himself, well, People are not going to know who's the king and who are the servants because we're all eating on gold and we're all uh, dining on the finest. So the king said, you know how my greatness will be recognized? So he tells one of his servants, bring me two full cups worth of diamonds that I have in my treasury and put these two cups on my table. This way everyone will know I'm the king. So the servant ran to get two cups worth from the treasury and his hands faltered and the cup, one of the cups broke and and uh, that cup was damaged. So the king said, Where, where's my servant? Where are the two cups? So they told him what happened. So the king said, listen, one of the cups broke, just bring the cup that didn't break and put it on my table. The king is HaKadosh Baruch Hu. The servants are the Jewish people. God invited us to a meal on Har Sinai on the day He gave us the Torah. He placed His on us. And we said, Nasa v'nishma. We said, we will do and we will listen. Did we do? We didn't do. Because we sinned with the golden calf and we said, Kum ase lanu elaykim. Make a God. So we lost the Zuchus of Nasa. So HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, What do you have left, Jewish people? You don't have anything left. We said, No, we still have Nishma. We still have Nishma. And therefore, God says, Okay, you still have Nishma? Serve me with Nishma. Say Shema Yisrael, Hashem Eloikeinu, Hashem Echad. At least if you lost Nasa, serve me with Nishma. That's the Zuchus of Shema. So it occurred to me something out of this world. We've learned many times over the year from the Magen Avram that the six remembrances, the six Zechirois are fulfilled at the, in, the, in Ahava Rabbah. When you say the Keravtanu L'Shem Chagadol Salah Be'ames when you say the words um 
When you say the words of the Karaftanu, you should remember Maimon Har Sinai. you remember to destroy Amalek. you remember that Miriam spoke Lashon Hara. That God gave us a mouth to thank Him and not to speak Lashon Hara like Miriam. And the, the Magen Avram says, when you say the words Be'ahava, you're supposed to remember the sin of the golden calf. How so? You're supposed to think, now God loves us. But when we made the golden calf, that love wasn't as strong. So it comes out very beautiful. After we say the word Ba'ahava, we remember the sin of the golden calf. We immediately say the word Shema. What we're saying is, we may have lost the, nish- the Nasa when Ba'ahava. So we say the word Ba'ahava. We remember the sin of the golden calf. And we say, we messed up on the Nasa, but at least Shema Yisrael, at least we still have the Nishma. Especially at the sin of the golden calf, we said, Eila Eloi Hecha Yisrael. So we immediately say, no, Shema Yisrael, Hashem Eloi Keinu. So it's sort of an immediate rectification for our invoking the sin of the golden calf. So remember, Shema Shema the Avodram says three meanings. Listen, understand, accept. We added to, re- to remember eternally, to galvanize. And the reason why we focus on the, on the Shema is that's what we have left over from the Nas of Anishma. Okay, one more short Vartaira. And uh, I wish you good Shabbos.